0: Welcome to another episode of the Intersection podcast coming to you from the Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. I'm your host, Leo Haig, and I'm a second year MBA student here at Scheller. But today, rather than discussing the MBA program, we're going to be talking about the new Scheller College of Business online graduate certificate in business analytics. We'll be covering off the background of what this certificate can offer working professionals from all industries the skills it enables participants to develop and the timeline for applications and I'm delighted to say that with me to discuss the key details of this new certificate is Professor Robbie moon Robbie is the Wells Fargo professor of management here at the Shadow College of Business he is someone that I know very well from my MBA core accounting class but Robbie is one of the great lecturers and professors who will be teaching one of the modules for the graduate certificate in business analytics so Robbie I'm delighted to have the opportunity to ask you some questions about this exciting new qualification from Sheller. But before we dive into that, it would be great if you could just tell us a bit about your background and your career to date and what you've been up to at Georgia Tech so far.
1: Okay, great. Well, like you said, I'm associate professor here at Georgia Tech teaching in the, the accounting program. Entering my fifth year, so starting to feel like I've been here for a little while. So besides teaching the MBA class, I also teach an analytics class, which is, I think, what connected me to this certificate class I teach to both MBAs and undergrads focuses on applying, you know, business analytics techniques to kind of accounting and finance settings. So we do some simulation analysis to model budgeting decisions, look at the relation between returns and earnings and and that kind of thing. As far as professional background, I worked at KPMG for four years in their advisory practice, uh, and I was in internal audit, which is a bit similar as as well as different from external audit. To give one example of what kind of got me interested in analytics, we had this one task where we were sifting through hundreds of different Excel spreadsheets with thousands of lines each, trying to just match them up and figure out how the record keeping had failed at, at one of our clients. Um, they kind of a, made up of a bunch of uh, smaller acquisitions. And sitting there doing that, I was like, there has to be a better way to, to solve this task. And, and now I kind of look at the skills I have and I said, I could have probably done what we were doing there in you know 15 or 20 minutes if, you know, if I knew what I know now. And then in terms of academics, when you enter a PhD program, research becomes a big part of your life. And pretty quickly, I realized that the skills that we learn to conduct academic research are very similar to those that we teach kind of in business analytics courses. So as I got better at my research skills, I took an interest in teaching them as well. And it became a great way to, to synergize, you know, research and teaching, which I think is a goal of, of many research track faculty.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that uh, very much leads me into my opening question, Robbie, the experience that you've had personally that you've outlined there, because I think it's data these days um, in the business and professional world is unavoidable really I think you have to the skills to at least be able to interpret that but the more um, you know kind of hands-on and practical that you can get with that the more efficient I think you're largely going to be in your job and that's something that I really recognized myself during my summer internship and when I was working at American Airlines a few short months ago but I just wanted to kick off if you could outline you know you've said a bit about your personal interest in in data analytics and the importance of that but could you just say a little bit about you know, this new business analytics graduate certificate and yeah why Sheller is doing that and, and what it will entail for people who are interested and want to participate in it.
1: Yep, sure. Well you know I think that the title of the certificate kind of tells you you know exactly what we're t- we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to give students a real strong understanding and firm grasp of business analytics in this four credit certificate. So I think there's a couple things that will set us apart. First like I just said, it's for credit. So, you know, there's other credentials out there related to business analytics, but it, not too many that kind of carry this weight of, of graduate credit, right? So students in our program have graduate transcripts and they earn real course credits that, that can be applied to, you know, future degrees if they choose to pursue those, you know, upon admission, of course. But it just, to me, that gives it a little bit more weight than than kind of the non-credit, you know, bootcamp type things that you might do. Second, I think, you know, Scheller is obviously really well known for, it's expertise in analytics, and so this is going to give students from all over the world the opportunity to kind of learn from our faculty you know, in an online, flexible, asynchronous format.
0: And I've seen the lineup of professors such as yourself who will be teaching those four modules, and it's, um, as you say, it's real credits, real modules, and it's things that I've been taking as an MBA, and I can certainly vouch for you know a couple of those that I've personally taken that I've found really valuable, and and they will dig into a little bit more about the learnings from the course and the and the modules shortly. But before we do that. I just wanted to ask you, is there a a particular, you know, career or industry that you think that this is relevant for? Or would you say that this is more just kind of like if you work in business or even, you know, academia, that the the kind of selection of modules that Georgia Tech will be putting on here, then that can benefit, you know, like a wide range of industries?
1: So we've actually designed the program as best as we can to be useful for a wide range of backgrounds. So it's not focused on specific industries. You know, I suspect, at least in my class, the examples that we work through will, will relate to a, a variety of fields, a variety of businesses. And then there's also, you know, as far as background goes, a lot of times people are thinking, are there prerequisites? Do I need to have you know, an engineering background or calculus or linear algebra or anything like that? And, and the answer is no. You know, we're, you know, of course, we ask for transcripts. We want to see the you know, undergraduate degree earned. But we realized that for the most part, everyone applying to this program is a product of their professional experience. And we're, like I said, we're doing our best to design the program to kind of help people from all backgrounds you know, advance their careers
0: yeah absolutely and in terms of that advancement i think it'd be really interesting to just kind of dig a bit deeper into the learnings from the course and what participants will gain so in terms of the modules robbie i know that you will be teaching one yourself so it'd be great to hear a little bit more about get a bit of an insight into what participants will be experiencing there but it would be good if you could just kind of cover off the the key like skills and aspects that people will gain more experience in by taking the graduate certificate
1: yeah, so it's probably easiest just to kind of run through the, the four offerings that comprise uh, the certificate. So the first class focuses kind of on the overall business analytics process. So it'll you know it go through everything from kind of thinking about a question to the, the fundamental tools that you'll start to answer that question. And then towards the end of that class, get into some more advanced techniques. And then we have three, what I would call maybe a little bit more specialized classes. One focuses on visualization, which I think is a, an often underappreciated tool in the analytics process. You know, we can be expert analysts that come up with with very good insights, but we have to communicate those to, you know, someone else, and visualization is a a great tool to do so. Um, So I I think that class is going to be really useful. Uh, We also have a class that focuses on machine learning. Um, So it's going to go through, you know, the the full gamut of machine learning methods, both kind of traditional classifiers like decision trees and random forests, as well as more advanced classifiers that are based on neural networks as well as some unsupervised methods to kind of try to learn common themes and different kinds of data. And then finally, the class that I'll be teaching focuses on what we're calling unstructured data, or what, what is typically known as unstructured data, things like text, right? So we're going to look at techniques for taking textual data and converting it into a uh, an analyzable form or a structured analyzable form, and, you know, we'll start with kind of the basics of natural language processing, just simply taking a, a narrative inf- information and in, Boiling it down to what words are said and how often are they said, and then we'll move into more advanced things like word vectorization. You know, kind of understanding that there's similarities in words, and eventually moving into kind of the latest and greatest models for classifying text, for example. So.
0: Well, I think they you know you and the team here at Shutter have put together their, you know a very very you know, complementary set of data skills there, and I'm pleased that you brought up the visualization classes. I will be attending that myself in a, an hour and a half time. I can very much vouch for uh, Ming Feng and all the kind of skills that he's teaching us at the moment. Because, as you say, it's one thing to get the insights, but if you can't present that in a meaningful way to you know your boss or members of your team who you're trying to lead, then really you know what you have is essentially meaningless. So, I think that's something that I've personally really enjoyed learning more about this semester. And you know, we'll be doing things like not only doing that in traditional Excel and those types of tools, but we're looking at Tableau and those kind of areas as well. So we're getting that actual like real kind of hands-on experience of using some of the data specific tools so um yeah i've really enjoyed that one so far and i'll be progressing that for the rest of this um, semester there's four modules there robbie that you've talked us through what does that kind of look like in terms of a time commitment for someone doing this like i know it's it's all online right so i think you know that will make things a little bit easier for people as this will be for folks who um, have full-time jobs no doubt but yeah it'd be great if you could just touch on what would progressing through those four modules look like and what kind of time commitment would people need to put to it
1: Yeah, so kind of starting at the highest level, each of these is a seven week class. Uh, So if you think about a traditional semester as being about 14 or 15 weeks, it's a half semester, but it is three full credits. And so what that means is you are moving at a a bit of an accelerated pace, but it is all asynchronous. So there's gonna be a component where it's recorded videos, which could be lectures, they could be more demonstrations that you kind of follow along on your own, as well as some independent assignments, quizzes and, and that kind of thing. And it'll vary, you know, vary somewhat by class. In terms of time commitment, you know, if you think about, like I was saying, a normal class is about two and a half hours in the classroom and then, you know, say five hours outside of the classroom. So roughly double that. Some weeks will be less. But, you know, if you think about budgeting 10 to 15 hours a week per course, with about half of that being devoted to the online materials and half of it to more independent study,
0: that's probably a pretty good estimate. Yeah, and I think what's really nice about this certificate is you no, know, it, it is a time commitment, but the, the breadth of what you learn essentially in the space like. of like, you know, what would be a couple of semesters i think is uh you know really impressive and then as you introduced um the podcast the amount of time and efficiency that it will save you over know, the long term is like very very much worth and um, the investment and then in terms of how that aids career advancement then i think it'd be good just to get a little bit more of an understanding of you know, not just the hard skills that participants will gain from that but yeah you know, how you kind of envisage this supporting people you know, develop as they advance their careers and look to get into more senior roles
1: Yeah. So I was thinking about this a bit um, because this question came up in another venue. I think there's kind of three different ways you could think about career advancement from the certificate. For one, you know, if you were me, gosh, 15 years ago and kind of not having this skill set, you know, if nothing else, this would have just made me better at my current job, which would have gotten noticed and, you know, helped me advance along that career path. Second, We've heard from so many companies that, you know, that work with us here at Sheller that they're just trying to find more individuals and employees with these analytic skills because there's so many applications within the organizations. So I kind of view this as upskilling, right? Don't have the skill set right now. You will after this program. And so now all of a sudden you have a lot of internal opportunities to advance your career. And then finally, I suspect that some that enroll in the program will want to pivot out of their current positions and kind of pursue a new career line and I think that's absolutely possible too and um, and one reason it's you know kind of going back to what I was talking about earlier this is a graduate credential it's you know it's not a degree it's a certificate but nonetheless you have a transcript from Georgia Tech that shows how you performed in these classes which carries a lot of weight in the market
0: yeah absolutely does and I think just before we wrap up here, Robbie, I wanted to point out that applications for those who want to start on January the 9th, 2023, um, applications for that intake will close on October the 1st. So not long to go, but I know that the um, graduate certificate is generating some real significant interest. So do you have any kind of thoughts and advice for those who are looking to apply for the programme ahead of that deadline?
1: Yeah, so I think, well, like I said before, we're not focusing on any one specific background, so I, I don't think anyone should be worried about their background. Um, just kind of tell us what your experiences are and, and how you think the, the credential is going to help you. But so far, admitted applicants have really demonstrated strong work ethic, either in transcripts or maybe even more importantly, professional experience, which we see through letters of recommendation. We've have applicants from a variety of backgrounds, tech firms, non-tech, Private firms, uh, you know, public universities, that kind of thing. So, we're not focusing on any one specific type of student. We're just trying to find where we
0: think this certificate can be most helpful to applicants. And then in terms of letters of recommendation as well, yeah, that's something that is typical for on any kind of um, application to a graduate course here at And um, Would you need to get those in like before October the 1st, just if people are kind of rushing to, to get this over line in the next week or so?
1: No, that's a good question. You know, the application does involve uh, transcripts and letters of recommendations. but an unofficial transcript is totally fine for submitting and the letters of recommendation will be solicited by the system and if those aren't in you know that that's okay we'll just we'll wait for them to come in and then review
0: perfect well that's all that we have time for today on the intersection podcast but Robbie thank you so much for um coming on and giving some you know key background information on the application process and on the graduate certificate itself I'm you know really excited that Shella is offering this um yeah someone who's taken these modules myself I really do know the value of it and it's something that I've already been able to apply in my summer internship and something that I know will really enabled me to accelerate my career moving forward after I graduate from the MBA program so it's really wonderful to see those types of courses now be offered online for people who might not want to make that full-time commitment but definitely see the value in getting more experience in terms of business analytics and getting those skills so Robbie thank you very much again for joining us. I appreciate it thank you.